0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino.
1: Listen, by the Democrats' own rules, Biden has to be impeached. Their rules, not mine. Foreign quid pro quos done for political reasons, especially that involve American security. That was the entire basis for Trump's impeachment, right? According to the left, called Ukraine. Trump held up weapons. Wanted political info. That sounds like exactly what happened yesterday. New rules, baby. A lot to talk about today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Folks, stand up to big tech and their tyranny. Do it today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. We appreciate you being here today. I've got that. I've got a whole lot more, including Alejandro Mayorkas, our dreadful DHS secretary, must be impeached after what we found out yesterday. Today's show brought to you by our friends at American Financing. The website, AmericanFinancing.net. I appreciate hearing from you, especially uh, when it comes to our show sponsors. People really like American Financing. One of our listeners, Philip, just used his home equity to pay off credit card debt. American Financing not only did that, but they also saved him nearly $800 a month. Plus, they got him an additional $10,000 cash back. I mean, those monthly savings and the ability to get out of debt, that's possible for you too. Call my friends at American Financing. It's a great company. They really care about their customers and customer service. Talk to a salary-based mortgage consultant and see how much you can save. There are no upfront hidden fees to pay. There's no pressure or obligation. So why wouldn't you learn more? Call American Financing. It only takes 10 minutes and you can close in as little as 10 days when you call American Financing at 888-994-7660. The number again, 888-994-7660 or you can visit their website, AmericanFinancing.net. .net. .net, AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS NMLS 182334. org. Thanks, American Financing. All right, Joseph. (laughs) Let's go, Daddy. And away we go. Yes, sir. We do a very, very stacked and loaded show today. Let's get right to it. Alejandro Mayorkas, our dreadful DHS secretary, a man who is, ironically, this may be one of the first human beings um, in the history of employment with the United States government whose stated job he has done the exact opposite. There are people who haven't done their jobs. There are people who have done their jobs poorly. And then there are people whose jobs are literally to secure the homeland. I mean, the guy's title is the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. Secure the home. It's actually in the title. This may be the one of the few people in the history of the United States who accepted this job, swore to do it, swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, and then made the homeland intentionally less secure. How this guy is still in his job, this incompetent nincompoop, that he's not even incompetent. He's an actively malicious, malfeasant, not misfeasant actor. How this clown is still in his job is insane. When we take back the Senate and the House, if this guy isn't impeached, starting just a couple weeks after, let him get in their office, let him settle down, this guy needs to be impeached immediately. Immediately, like yesterday. Sit down, give it a few weeks, pick your staff, impeach this imbecile. Here's what I'm talking about. Keep in mind it's the DHS secretary. Here's a report that broke yesterday on Fox News. Apparently a conservative think tank got a hold of some emails. Remember the whipping incident which oh, yeah. as we predicted, yeah. remember that one Joe, With I'll, the rage, I'll, I, you yeah. know, I hate hate playing yeah, whip the whip, whip the migrants, whipping them, slavery, yeah. racism, Whipped them and everybody's like, "Oh my god, we whip people at the border." Oh, that sounds horrible. Border patrol were whipping Haitian migrants. My gosh, it's like slavery, Bull Connor, Jim Crow, all the ridiculous analogies went out. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, we called it for what it was at the time, a BS story. And we actually told you that the photographer who took the dreaded whipping photos, I use air quotes there, had said that that's not exactly what happened. But that didn't matter to Mayorkas, our DHS secretary, or to Biden. These are character-free jellyfish with no dignity whatsoever. These are genuinely evil people. Keep in mind, it's not that they're not good people. They are genuinely evil people who destroyed the lives of these Border Patrol agents because they thought they could get a convenient narrative to racially divide America. Here's what broke yesterday. They got a hold of some emails. Not only was the whipping incident false, as predicted, as we said, if you listen to this show, you're way ahead of these morons in the news. Not only was the story verifiably false, Mayorkas and Biden knew the story was false. And ran with it anyway. Anyway, here's a report from Fox News yesterday. Check this out.
0: An email obtained through a records request reveals that DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas was privately alerted by DHS officials that the whipping narrative behind the infamous horseback border patrol photos wasn't true. But at a press conference hours later, Mayorkas didn't stop or dispute that narrative. The email was obtained by the Heritage Foundation, which filed a Freedom of Information Act request with DHS seven months ago, seeking all DHS communications about the incident with the horseback agents in Del Rio, Texas, last summer. Now, last week, DHS finally produced an initial batch of emails, including one from September 24, 2021, the same day President Biden said
2: this. To see people treat it like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you, those people will pay.
0: Now, hours after the president's comments, Marsha Espinoza, DHS's top public affairs official, sent this email to Secretary Mayorkas and other DHS officials at 12.05 p.m. In the email, Espinoza sends Mayorkas a news article and literally highlights that the photographer who took the infamous whipping photos said in an interview that things aren't what they seem with his photos, that he and his colleagues never saw agents whipping anybody, and that his images were being misconstrued. But two and a half hours after receiving that email, Mayorkas joined a press conference at the White House where he failed to dispute the whipping narrative that President Biden and other politicians were pushing.
1: It's really, it's it's just stunning. Guy just said it. We were watching this together, all of us. And Guy's like, this is the single dumbest story we ever covered. It was so transparently obvious. If you just looked at the photos the photographer produced, they were reins on a horse that anyone who's ridden a horse, not me, but people who had came out right away and said, that's how you actually guide the horse. Yeah, yeah. There were no whips. It couldn't have been a whipping incident. There were no whips and no one was strapped. They were guiding the horse. This is the single dumbest story we ever covered. it The fact that the media then piled on the disgusting, grotesque, Racially divisive media use this narrative, then, of the whipping of black Haitian migrants. A transparently false, obviously false story to divide and inflame the country shows you the manure spreaders and the filth we are dealing with. These people are filth. They do no homework at all. They do fake journalism when a story benefits the left: racial division, whipping, no borders, immigration. The country's in flames, and then later on, they vaguely, mildly may try to clean up the mess in a in a, in a, in a transparent attempt to just kind of preserve their reputations later. Folks, you know I don't not crazy about playing clips of myself, but this is the podcast. This was on my radio show. You don't listen, you should check it out every day. We'd appreciate it. 12 to 3. Go to bongeo.com and you find a station near you. This was on my radio show immediately after this thing happened, talking about the manure-spreading, grotesque media that could have shut this thing down the second it happened. By the way, one more thing. I didn't even think of it. It's not even in my What? Where are the fact checkers on this? We have a, a, a body of losers, the Bill D. McCarthy's of the world, the Lewis Jacobsons, people with no lives living in mama's basements, right? The Jacob is the dumbest guy in fact-checking. We've got these group of idiots with no life skills at all. You could have shut down a racially divisive narrative that could have set the country on fire. You could have shut it down by doing a simple, basic fact-check. Whipping, there were no whips. You could have contacted the Border Patrol agents and just asked what they were doing. Instead, you wanted to watch the country burn because you're disgusting. Disgusting people. You gross me out. Here's what I told you. Again, a couple months ago, if you were listening to my show, you were ahead of this story. But Mayorkas, again, wanted, make no mistake, this is an evil man. This little lawn gnome, Mayorkas, is not a not good guy. He is a genuinely evil human being. He was told the story was bull stuff. He was told. And he went out and destroyed the lives using his megaphone of these Border Patrol agents because he's a piece of garbage. That's why. Here, listen to my take on it. Again, you would have been way ahead of the information curve if you're not listening to the goons in the media. Check this out. The story got out there. You can count on people at NBC, of course, to spread fake news. I mean, that's what they do best. These are manure spreaders. That's what they do. You need fertilizer on your lawn, having a down day. Maybe, Jim, your, your lawn's not as green. I don't know what kind of grass you have in Texas. In Florida, we have that, like, zoysia type. It doesn't look very green. I love Florida, but our grass is not the best. You need, like, Bermuda or fescue, that, that deep. Yeah, you know, like, that Jim's got Bermuda, that deep green. I love that look, you know, that lush lawn. Well, if you need a lush lawn, call NBC over. They're manure spreaders. They'll get you that green back. All they got to do is show up on the lawn and manure spreads everywhere. Here is a Shannon Petty piece. Is that a real name? way? on social media again, spreading the narrative that a border agent quote swung his whip menacingly, charging his horse towards the men in the river who were trying to return to an encampment. <laughs> You know, guys, you know, like it's not cool to play your own stuff. It's kind of dorky. Totally get it. We break down the fourth wall in the show. i like you to know what's going on in my head. But I, I this morning, I remembered, I'm, I'm going through the show, and I'm like, I remember just destroying these people because this story was so transparently false. There, in other words, it was no plausible deniability. See where I'm going with this. Yeah. There was no plausible deniability for the media, Joe, is where I'm going with it. They, all you had to do was look at the picture. Even with the collusion thing, I, I get it. It sucked what they did. And I know they did it intentionally. Okay, you got that? So don't, don't yeah. email me. I'm not sending it in. But at least they could plausibly deny it and say, well, the intelligence community told us he was colluding with the Russians and it was a pee-pee tape. Even though the story was ridiculous, you know what I'm saying, Joe? Like there was like an off-ramp. Well, we were told this story was such BS from the start. You just had to look at the video or the picture. That it was it, it, it was stunning that they just went with it anyway. Alejandro, my ass kiss, but big time, big time. Yeah. Biden's ass right in his there, face. There you go, right brother. There. That's where I was. What a going. pathetic human being! What a pathetic, sorry human being! You had the pictures, you had emails, you had the freaking photographer at the scene saying that is not what happened. And you did it anyway. How does this idiot still have a job? Here was another uh, really genuinely evil human being. Here was Peppermint. She's back. Jen Psaki, who again will suffer no reputational damage for this at all. She piled on the whole racist, whipping, slavery, Jim Crow, all of it. She piled right on. And then we called out, remember this gem by Peter Ducey: given the opportunity to do the right thing. She just couldn't take it. You know, we don't do that on this show. I've been very candid with you about a lot of my mistakes. The vaccine, I've been talking about it for days. People make mistakes. It gives the show the authenticity you deserve. If I'm not going to be authentic and candid, you're going to have to go listen to someone else. I don't want phony. You don't want phony either. This is what a phony and a fake and a fraud looks like. When she knew, her and the entire team knew that they were destroying the lives of these border patrol agents, not only did they not retract their absurdities, they they would not even apologize. Because these people, again, I use this term all the time, this word, they have no human dignity at all. Evil doesn't have dignity. Evil is mercenary. Take a listen.
0: We've been told that the mounted Border Patrol officers, the president accused of whipping migrants, have been notified they will not face criminal charges. So when is the president going to apologize to them?
2: There is a process and an investigation that's gone through the Department of Homeland Security. I don't have any update on that.
0: The president said that they were whipping people, which would be a criminal offense, and they've been told they're not going to be criminally charged. And there was
2: an so investigation into that, and I'll let the Department of Homeland Security announce any conclusion of that investigation.
0: You accuse these officers of brutal and inappropriate measures now that they've been told they will not be criminally charged. Will you apologize? And
2: Peter, there was an investigation into their behavior, so that investigation is playing out. Whenever there it's uh, going to be announced, the Department of Homeland Security will announce that, and I'm sure we'll have a comment on it after that.
1: Ladies and Gentlemen, when evil shows its face, please don't turn away. This isn't some Michael Myers movie. This isn't some, you know, Friday the 13th, Part 72 movie. This is real. This is what real evil in the real world looks like. Saki, Majorcus, Biden, countless Democrat members of Congress and the Senate who could have very easily looked at these photos and said, we have a border. We asked our border patrol agents on horseback to patrol that border. They did as much, turning people around, trying to cross the border illegally. And let's accuse them of Jim Crow slavery whipping. Can you, on a side note, but not, can you think of anything worse? Maybe accusing someone of being a child serial sexual predator. Can you think of anything worse than accusing patriotic border patrol agents who've done nothing wrong? Of being slave masters, like whipping black slaves because of their skin color and torturing them. I'm just curious. I really can't think of anything worse.
2: But the only thing I can think of worse is knowing that they're innocent and letting it go. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah.
1: People who absolutely know it's BS yes, and Daniel. then do it anyway. I mean, folks, when evil stares you in the face, please don't look away. These people, I, I can't say this enough. These people are, these Democrats, exactly who you think they are. They tell you. How how is how is this? How is this happening? These people are evil. They're not just not good people. There is a difference. I'm gonna. Let me take a, a break from my first sponsor here. Cause I really, I, I know it's, he's like, it's early. I know. I just, we don't have any set time for these in the show. And I need to take a breather before I get to the next story because I don't want my blood pressure. I seriously don't want to have a heart attack. I'm not even joking with you. My heart rate was like insane last night. But here's what I got coming up next. Again, it's not that they're just not good. These are evil people. They're evil, and they show you they're evil. We were told Trump should be impeached for a quid pro quo involving national security and a foreign government, Ukraine. Biden is now out advertising a quid pro quo involving national security and a foreign government, Saudi Arabia, advertising it because he has no fear of the media covering this honestly or any leftists having any principles at all because they're evil. I'll show you what I mean coming up in a second. This is genuine. Genuine evil here. Principles matter. (sighs) Uh, Folks, LifeLock, I had my identity stolen. It was ugly. They stole my credit card number. They wound up buying a bunch of of real estate programs. Took me about a year to clean up the mess. Don't let it happen to you. There's another data breach out there to tell you about. Several weeks ago, American Airlines discovered a data breach that exposed the sensitive personal information of an undisclosed number of customers. The information was accessed through breached employee email accounts and could include customers' names, passports, and driver's license information, plus certain medical info and more. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, it makes it dangerously easy for a cybercriminal to steal your identity. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own like loans taken out in your name or like crimes committed by thieves pretending to be you. That happened to me. If you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated US-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. I wish I had LifeLock before. I would have been able to clean this thing up a lot quicker. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Don't just join yourself. Make sure you get it for your wife, your kids, your in-laws, your parents. Go to lifelock.com slash Bongino. Secure your identity today. It's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off lifelock.com slash Bongino. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you gotta check out the US Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere, Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's HenryUSA.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, here's what I mean getting back to this. These people are who they say they are. Don't be confused. We were told Trump should be impeached for a deal with the Ukrainians, a deal, air quotes, involving military equipment transfers and Trump's demand for information on Hunter Biden. The story we now know is true, ironically. We were told that foreign quid pro quos were grounds for impeachment. So here's something strange. Let's start from the beginning. I'm going to lay this out for you in unimpeachable, pun intended, fashion. Here's Biden on with Jake Tapper the other day. Now, the Saudis have large deposits of oil. You know that. They're part of OPEC. Now, the Saudis have said, we're going to start cutting back oil production. We need oil above $100 a, a barrel. Listen, the Saudis are not our friends. I don't want oil to go up. Everybody understand? Point stipulated. They are not our friends. However, sadly, the libs aren't our friends either as they accuse people of whipping, as they refuse to develop our natural resources here and keep us hostage to the Saudis who don't like us, by the way. But here's an interesting take. The Saudis have said we're going to we're going to start reducing our oil supply. So here's Biden openly talking about consequences. And Jake Tapper said, hey, Democrats talking about endangering Saudi national security here, too, because of this deal. This gets really interesting. Pay very close attention to the soundbite. Check this out.
0: Do you think it's time for the U.S. to rethink its relationship with Saudi
2: Arabia? Yes. And by the way, let's get straight where I went. I didn't go to one about oil. I went about making sure that we made sure that we weren't going to walk away from the Middle East. We should, and I am, uh, in the process when the, when the uh, uh, this House and Senate gets back, they're, they're going to have to, uh, there's going to be some consequences for what they've done with Russia.
0: What kind of consequences? Menendez says suspend all arms sales. Is that something you'd consider?
2: I'm not going to get into what I'd consider and what I have in mind, but there will, be, there will be consequences. This is unbelievable.
1: We were just told that threatening national security, the national security of both us and other countries, in exchange for a political favor was grounds for impeachment. Yet Biden doesn't, it's not that he doesn't he doesn't run away from the question. He's proud of it. He's advertising the fact that there will be consequences. Now, keep in mind, Biden could make a decision today to stop suspending oil leases in the Gulf, to allow the development of petro resources in Alaska, to approve the Keystone Pipeline. He could pressure liberal states to build refineries on the futures market. This would cut the price of gas instantly today. He doesn't want to do that. The Biden administration, which claims they hate oil and want to move to green energy, is now kissing the ass of the Saudis to get them to produce the oil they say they hate. And then when they say, no, we're not going to produce that kind of oil, which Biden's green allies don't want them to produce anyway. Biden says, well, we're going to threaten your national security. Wall Street Journal, huge story yesterday, went viral right away. This part we hadn't heard of before. Saudi Arabia defied U.S. warnings ahead of OPEC plus production cut. You gotta read this story. So apparently, days before the announcement that Saudi and the OPEC was gonna uh, cut back on production, folks, U.S. officials called their counterparts in Saudi Arabia and other Gulf producers with an urgent appeal. Delay the decision for another month, according to people familiar with the talks. The answer from the Saudis a resounding no. So the Biden administration Wanted to make sure that okay, if you guys are going to delay oil production and we hate oil, just make sure you wait a month. What is a month away? Oh my gosh, the election isn't it? That have you guys heard about it? Like, this is a, yeah, what's, yeah. No, no, Joe. I'm sorry, Ghee has a right. He's trying to get the show back on track, Joe. He is a, any good producer. What he's like? All right, I'll shut up. Please stop. This is a waste of time. Yes, please shut up. It's a coincidence, Joe. Yes, sir. Please stop. He's like you have no evidence. That is just that's a total thing that they wanted to put it off. the way. You're right. We should get the show back on track. Well, the Saudis thought otherwise. You can see from the second screenshot from this piece here. Saudi is, and by the way, I am not, I am as anti what the Saudis are doing as you could possibly imagine. I don't want to pay more for gas either. I'm just telling you the Saudis saw right through this. Wall Street Journal reporting, not mine. Saudi officials dismissed the request to delay it for a month which they viewed as a political gambit by the Biden administration to avoid bad news ahead of the U.S. midterms, on which control of Congress hangs. High gas prices and inflation have been central issues in the campaign. This is just like, this is, this is, you know, when they tell you who they are, get your arms around it and grasp it and look it in the face. These people are the biggest frauds ever. This is not hypocrisy, by the way. Again, we can say it all we want. If Donald Trump had done this, he'd be impeached again. Correct. Correct. My father says that all the time. Correct. Whenever I ask him something, he doesn't say right, he says correct. You are correct. That's hypocrisy again. It's not. When you are a liberal tyrant in power, as I will say repeatedly, tyrants worship power. Power is their end game. They will do what they want because they're in power. It's not hypocritical to say we love power and we'll abuse it. That they're actually very principled. We will abuse power. We don't care if it looks hypocritical. You get it? They don't care that they were on camera saying they were going to impeach Trump for the exact same thing. Quid pro quo involving weapons for a political benefit. The exact same thing. Here's Politico, by the way, who, again, doesn't make the connection at all. Enough is enough. Democrats rage at the Saudis over oil cuts. Vow to block weapon sales. Weapon sales. Now, we can get into a debate about the Sunni-Shia battles and who we should be funding or not, if anyone at all overseas, You know me, I'm a, I'm a non-interventionist in a lot of these spaces where I think some of these countries should be handling this on their own. But we can argue that another day. Seriously, the point I'm just trying to make here is, this is the Saudis relied. They're one of our biggest purchasers of U.S.-provided weapons. You may not agree with that but people who support that not necessarily me but people who support that believe that they become a bulwark and an obstacle against iran iranian takeover of the region just please, please we can argue that another day i'm simply suggesting to you that there's no question that this would materially, materially impact our national security situation for the better or the worse you can argue but we were told when that happens in exchange for a political favor that that is Definite grounds for impeachment. Were we not? Politico, again, does not make the connection. It's just so freaking strange. But no worries, folks. At ease, man. Everybody take a deep breath. Finally, a Democrat senator stood up, Joe. I know you feel better. He cut this. He was very relieved, too. Democrat Senator Chris Murphy realizes the hypocrisy of this. And uh, here's what he said about Biden jeopardizing our national security to get a political favor from a foreign country, the Saudis. He uh, finally stood up, and we appreciate it. Uh, Thank you, Chris Murphy. Check this out.
2: It's a critical moment for the nation. Uh, If the president can get away with this, um, then there's really no stopping him from using any of the awesome power of the executive branch in order to punish his political opponents. I have historically um, not called on the House to begin impeachment proceedings. Uh, I'm rethinking my position on that matter. And I think there are a lot of people who are doing the same thing today. I don't think he
1: got the joke, Joe. Folks, I'm kidding. He's talking about Trump. Did you really? Did you think? That's hilarious. Gee thought that, that the joke even worked on Gee. That's him talking about Trump. You could play that exact cut today and apply it to what the stunt Biden tried to pull with the Saudis. Where's Chris Murphy? Folks, I have a request. Take that cut, please. It's in uh, the Washington Post has it. It's all over the place. Take it. Take it from my show. I don't care. Take the show. Take the cut and spread that around and ask Chris Murphy how he feels about this uh, pulling weapons from the Saudis because Biden wanted a political favor on oil and gas. I'd like you to get Chris Murphy on the record. That's hilarious. He goes to me during the well while well, that's playing, you know, plays during the show, folks. Rarely, if ever, does it not only because if there's a technical hiccup, and Guy goes to me, Dan, that's strange, isn't this guy a super lib? I'm like, bro, you don't get this. That's so funny. He goes, oh, I was busy cutting stuff. I didn't even pay attention. Yeah, I don't. Blame that's him, him talking about Trump. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, it's true. Okay, he could be talking about Biden today. Yeah, I'm going to play one more cut. Let me take a quick break, but there's nothing new here with Biden. You understand abusing his name. With his son to take money from the Chinese Communist Party, quid pro quo is my name for your and for influence for money, um, threatening to fire people and impact the national security of a country. Prosecutors because they're investigating his son. None of these quid pro quos the one he was talking about with the Saudis are new for Joe Biden. None of them. This is Joe Biden's entire life. The man has no actual skills. His entire life has been taking his last name and his position and abusing it for his own personal advantage. I, I mean, I'll show you an oldie but not so goodie coming up after this break. You're going to you remember this one. And then he got caught again, by the way, Biden, in another, another lie about his life. And the guy can't stop lying. Uh, first, We the people This is my actual We the People holster for my Glock 43. I love it. There isn't a holster out there. It's going to fit better than this one. They're beautiful looking, well designed holsters. Every week you hear me talk about We the People Holsters. What a great company they are. We the People Holsters has been a partner of the show for a long time. They don't just do holsters. You'll see me wearing their t shirts on the show a lot, and I get asked all the time where I get them from. We get tons of email on that. It's from We the People Holsters. Their patriotic t shirts are a world above the rest. Here's why. Not only have the most patriotic and pro-Second Amendment designs, all of their shirts are made in the USA down to the very cotton. You got a holiday season coming up, folks. It's time to pick up some gear. Here's a place to go. Cotton grown in America, printed in America, shipped right to your door. It doesn't get any more American than that, folks. Check out their line of American-made shirts at wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Use code DAN25, that's Dan25, to save 25% of your order. While you're there, check out their complete line of custom-printed holsters, revolutionary freedom holster platform, and industry-leading gun belts. Their holsters are amazing. Amazing. They have gun belts. They have all kinds of just wonderful patriotic gear. Please check it out. The website, wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. We the slash Dan. Offer code Dan25. This company's been with me for a long time. They're great folks over there. We the slash Dan. Offer code Dan25. Okay. Here's what I mean. Quid pro quos and abusing his power is nothing new to this guy. Remember this one? Here's Biden at the Council for Foreign Relations describing how when he was the point man in Ukraine that he engaged in a corrupt deal to have a prosecutor fired. He admitted this on tape, that he held up USAID, which is what he's trying to do again with the Saudis in exchange for a political favor, right? This guy's unbelievable. Here he is admitting on digitally recorded video for everyone to see forever that he threatened to withhold aid to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired. A prosecutor who was investigating his son, Hunter, for now what we know are illicit foreign influence deals. Strange. Trump was impeached for investigating Biden's corruption. Biden was never impeached or even remotely uh, uh, you know, cut down a notch for doing this. And now he's doing it again. And the media strangely quiet. Remember this one?
2: Well, I, I I was not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our brothers <coughs> to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, to right, guess the, 12th, 13th time to Kiev and uh and i was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee and i had gotten a commitment from poroshenko and from uh Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor and they didn't so they said they had they were walking out to press conference said no nah, i said i'm not going to we're not going to give you the billion dollars they said you have no authority you're not the president the president said i said call him i said i'm telling you you're not getting a billion dollars i said you're not getting a billion i'm gonna be leaving here and i think it was what six hours i looked i said i'm leaving in six hours if the prosecutor's not fired you're not getting the money oh son of a bitch got fired
1: again you see why i'm constantly emphasizing it ad nauseum to the point where you, you probably had enough about how this isn't hypocrisy to them it is hypocrisy but not to them it isn't how it's power. People who talk like this openly in public about abusing his position as vice president to get a prosecutor looking into his son fired in exchange for taxpayer money. People who do it open, people laughing in the background. They think it's hilarious. He's bragging about it on video. This is what power looks like. When you're a tyrant with absolute power, no one from the media, academia, the entertainment community, or the swamp is ever going to question you because you're a Democrat. You're a protected class. That is power. That's raw power that he's on again video bragging to Jake Tapper about a political consequence to a political decision to a questionable, but some people would argue U.S. ally. Man, bro, (laughs) that's power. If only Republicans had such power. But we can't because we have an emergency break. Our emergency break is God-given rights, and God-given rights don't allow us, if you're a decent and solid conservative and a moral human being, to abuse people like Democrats do. It's sad to watch, folks. This is why, again, I get emails sometimes, Dan, enough with the hypocrisy thing. No, it's never enough. You need to understand your enemy. People who think they're hypocrites don't talk like this in public. Hypocrite, being a hypocrite has an obvious negative connotation. They don't see it that way. You need to get in their heads. They see power. That's their end game. He's bragging about it. He loves it. The best example I can give you that you need to tattoo onto your cerebral cortex is when the Che Guevara's and the communists of the world put their political opponents up against the wall and shot and killed them. They didn't care one bit that the families of those people thought it was hypocritical that they were killed while Che Guevara's allies were given all the spoils. They didn't care. They just killed him. That's what power looks like. I'll tell you what power looks like, too. Joe Biden cannot tell the truth about anything about his biographical, his autobiography in his life. He just lies all the time. Do we need to go through the list again? The Amtrak story, the fire in the house story, arrested with going to see Nelson Mandela story, his Puerto Rican heritage. He was Jewish or he went to, he was going to Saturday services. No evidence of any of this. What were some other ones? He was part of the civil rights movement. He graduated top of his class. No, three degrees. I may have said seven years. Three degrees, uh, double major, whatever. Nothing this... A truck? Yes, thank you. Dave. Yeah. Any more? Any more? That, Hold on. Polling the audience. Uh, break, G, 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 give him a few minutes. He'll ra- think of a few by more. Puerto
2: Ricans? Jo- is that was something? Yeah, like the, that? Puerto yeah the Puerto Ricans. Puerto- I said no. I said that. You oh, missed okay. that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry, <laughs> we weren't paying attention. Puerto Ricans. We got that. Puerto Ricans. He's Jewish. Civil rights leader. Nothing this guy tells you is true. Now, I, I, I'll say it again. All, all politicians lie. My issue with Biden is not that he lies. All politicians lie. My issue is that he lies about everything all the time. You can never believe this guy. He did it again yesterday. And he did it again about an issue I know on this show to all of us means a lot. Uh, Folks, we love our military. We we love our good law enforcement officials out there. A lot of them. We love them. We don't like them. We love them. I was one of them. And uh, I adore you guys for putting your asses on the line for the rest of us. And listen, having haven't been a cancer patient myself. Cancer is a really crappy, awful thing. And these you know guys went through it. With me, it was really terrible, and uh, it's a scourge. His son Bo did die of cancer early, tragically, and a really tough form of cancer, brain cancer. And you know what? A burying a kid—I don't care how awful of a human being Joe Biden is—burying a kid, I wouldn't wish on my honestly my worst enemy. But folks, to take advantage of a situation like that, and just to continue to lie to people about your backstory. To make it a, I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're, why are you, I don't understand why he continues to do this. He's told this lie that his son, Bo, who died tragically, but did not die in Iraq over and over and over again. He served in Iraq. Could there have been some connection to something that happened in Iraq and the brain cancer? Maybe. Don't know. Unlike media people out there, I don't jump to conclusions like people got whipped at the border. Maybe. But he did not die in Iraq. He died in 2015 at Walter Reed. He did not die in Iraq. Why does Joe Biden keep telling this story? The man cannot stop lying. Here, listen for yourself.
2: Just imagine, I mean it sincerely. I say this as a father of a man who won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. Imagine the courage, the daring, and the genuine sacrifice, genuine sacrifice they all made.
1: You know, a couple, he brought up a good point, but something I just caught on that too. He did this verbal tick, Joe, he does all the time. Whenever he tells you, uh, he's not joking. It's not hyperbole or he means it sincerely. It's a verbal tick he has. It means he's almost always lying. I mean it sincerely. You know, my, my son died. In, he did not die in Iraq. You know, and he brought up a good point. He's like, and the guy's lies are so inconsequential. Your son died tragically just tell the story the, the the story speaks for itself it speaks for you as i've said about hunter biden's crack problem you know the story speaks for itself the, the struggle the, the son and the father with the crack problem right the fact that joe biden injected him into international business dealings that have a hint of illicit or corrupt uh, of a corrupt nature to them joe biden made his kid part of the story not us but if you're going to tell Bo's story, which is a tragic one, just tell the story. Just tell the story, man. You don't need to lie all the time, folks. The guy has zero, zero credibility. I can't tell you this enough. This is the most corrupt human being to ever enter the White House, ever. There, I'm. Listen to me. There's not even a close second. Make the point of my. Uh, Fox show this weekend, too, about just that. All right, I got an election update and an economy update. Very, very, very important economy update. You just need to be aware. I'm trying to panic anyone, but you need to be aware. Let me get to my last sponsor first, getrefunds.com. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. The pandemic, inflation, you could use a break. You know what I'm talking about. If your business has five or more employees and you managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. It's not a loan. There's no payback. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge is getting your hands on it. How do you cut through the red tape and get your business the refund money? You go to getrefunds.com. The team of tax attorneys they put together are highly trained in this little-known payroll tax refund program and have already returned $1 billion to businesses, and they can help you too. They do all the work with no charge up front and simply share a percentage of the cash they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. To find out if your business qualifies, go to getrefunds.com, click on qualify me, and answer a few questions. The payroll tax refunds are only available for a limited amount of time. Don't miss out. Go to getrefunds.com. That's getrefunds.com. Getrefunds.com. Okay. uh, Election updates, importance coming up in 26 days. Andy Fox, show keeps the cookie up at the bottom. Countdown to all I have to do is look up. Countdown to 26 days. No math (laughs) necessary. It's 26 days. Uh, I'm going to bug you again like I do every day. My apologies in advance. If you're not registered yet to vote, do it yesterday. Um, if you don't plan on voting, ask yourself why. And if you are voting, take 10 people with you. Please. Okay, pitch done. Sorry to keep annoying you about it. We've got to win. Country's at stake. Here's one of the reasons we've got to win. I heard someone say the other day, uh, I was chatting with a guy in the gym. I say about a week ago, and like precision matters. And the guy said, well, it wouldn't be too bad. It looks like we're going to win the House, which it does, knock on wood. It looks like the House of Representatives is going to go our way again. knock on wood there and it'll be presumptuous. I want to get ahead of myself. But he said, I, even if we lose the Senate and it's 50-50, which would be still an effective dem majority because Vice President Harris would be the tie-breaking vote, or it's 51-49, the Democrats hold it. He's like, it's no big deal because it would have to, any bill would have to pass both houses of Congress and the Republicans will just shut it down. And I made the point. I said, listen, that's not true. If we lose the Senate, the Senate has very, you know, exclusive responsibilities, and exclusive jurisdiction over a number of items, including the nomination process. And he's like, oh, I didn't think of that. Well, sure enough, this playbook, political playbook, the lefty hotbed of liberal activity picked up on this exact point this morning about the stakes in the midterms. Talking about the real midterm prize for the Democrats. Command of the Judicial Wars. Ah, sounds like something I told that guy in the gym. You know who you are. In the Judiciary Committee on Wednesday, Democrats held a mid-October hearing for six of President Joe Biden's picks for lifetime court appointments. Court appointments that are going to affect your life, folks. Only two senators physically attended, and a big question that hung over the proceedings. Will Biden's party have two more months to approve his judges? Or two more years? A guy was not being obnoxious or rude. I just don't think he considered that. Folks, candidly, if I had a choice, if I'd rather have the Senate than the House, this is a big deal. The Laxalt race, the Herschel Walker race, the Dr. Oz race, the Blake Masters race, the Tiffany Smiley race, the Don Baldick race. These are critical races. I'm sorry if I'm leaving people out. It's not intentional. You must show up. We're not going to win by osmosis. J.D. Vance, who I did a great job in the debate. You got to show up. Here's another, this is, I'm I'm making this, this is not some stretch here. This is part of the election update for a reason. Down here in Florida, in Martin County, where I am, there was not a, um, turnout usually sinks when there's not a headline or race in primaries. You understand why, right? If Trump or DeSantis were on the ballot, say, in a competitive primary, people who love them are going to show up in the primary to get them through the primary. Pretty simple, right? When there's not a headliner race on the ballot, which we didn't have, DeSantis had no primary opponent at all in Florida, turnouts down a lot. And Democrats did have a competitive primary on the ballot. They had the Charlie, Chris, Nicky, Freed primary for the Democrat nomination for governor. I bring all this up because we should not have won school board races that happened during the primary season that we did here in Martin County, but we did. We cleaned the deck. We should have lost. You get why, right? Republicans weren't showing up or weren't supposed to, but they did because school board races matter. And parents are really, really pissed off. This is just, this is just gold. Here is a parent out in California just saw this on social media today who just brings it to the school board talking about quote family friendly drag shows and she makes a good point what else is family friendly if you just throw the family friendly logo on it fascinating isn't it this is great this is going to be this is going to be i believe the decisive factor in this coming election pissed off parents check this out
3: i just want to know what it is uh that makes a drag show family friendly because If you follow it to its logical conclusion, you can slap family-friendly titles on anything. You can have family-friendly gentlemen's clubs, family-friendly strip shows, family-friendly Fifty Shades of Grey read-alouds. Will you approve my flyer if I want to host in all the sex secrets of the Kama Sutra for kids and families if it's family-friendly? That's my question. Wow. Wow. Uh, What is it about a grown man? And I honestly, sincerely, as a woman, mean this. What is it about a grown man? costumed in a sparkly bra with augmented boobs busting out a leather miniskirt barely covering his twerking ass with tuck tape on his front while spreading his fish-netted legs as he rides on the ground, grinding his groin next to a minor mm, family-friendly. No. You owe us an answer. Mm-hmm. No. And you know, you don't get to hide by just taking something down off Peachtree and calling it a day. You owe an explanation right. and an apology yeah.
1: Yeah, you're darn right. Good point. Good call. I don't know who that is, but good for you, ma'am. Good for you. I'm telling you, this is going to change the election this year. And the good news is Republicans and conservatives on a mass scale are finally getting it. And it's not the top of the race that matters the most. It's the bottom. Make your bed first. Jordan Peterson says that in his book. Clean up your school boards, your county and city councils, your mayor's races, then graduate up to state assemblies, your governor's race, and then we can worry about the presidency. We can, you know, walk and chew gum at the same time. But clean up your neighborhoods first. It's happening now. You're going to see parents showing up in droves in this election. Fish netted stocking men twerking her, quote, her asses in front of a bunch of young kids. Nah. Nah. Okay. So, breaking just a few minutes ago, the inflation number came out. The uh inflation number popped at 8.2%, still a ridiculously high number, not surprising. The PPI number popped yesterday. The producer price index popped at a stunning 8.4%, was expected to be 8.1. In other words, your money is now worth less and less and less every month. This is our economy update, folks. We're going to motor through this quickly. Unfortunately, I'm going to prepare you now. None of it's good news. I think after the election, we can start to turn it around. I do believe we have a great economic future ahead of us. Can I just say in a bit, just fast, 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 I promise. Just because I want to stay a little optimistic. even though this is bad news. We're about to see major advances in AI. Material science is blowing up. We're seeing major, major connectivity around the world where previously what was third world countries that were isolated from the rest of the world due to internet connectivity are starting to get mines online. These mines online are going to create more ways to create more stuff from fewer resources. I'm telling you, we're on a verge of a very prosperous tomorrow. However, the today right now is not very good and we can't ignore it. Here's what I mean. Story number one, this is from FreightWaves that covers American shipping. Here's a screenshot from this. U.S. imports sink in September. Steepest drop since the 2020 lockdowns. <sighs> Down 11%. People aren't shipping stuff to the United States. Why? Because people are stopping buying stuff. Why? Because inflation is making their money worth less so they can't buy as much stuff. It was the PPI number. It came in yesterday. In other words, this is what producers are paying for inputs. What they're paying for the steel and the refrigerant before they sell you a refrigerator—that's an end product. You're paying on the consumer side. That's what the CPI measures. What's the problem with an elevated PPI, which popped hotter than expected, as you can see from the Washington Examiner at 8.4 percent? The problem with that is those costs that they're paying are eventually going to filter down to you. So you think inflation's bad now at 8.2? Only going to get worse. Gas prices are going up again because of Biden's illicit impeachable quid pro quo with the Saudis jeopardizing national security. Now, you think the Democrats would say, well, you know, we are floating on a sea of petrochemicals, the Gulf, Alaska, Texas, the United States, the Marcellus play up in uh, northeast United States. We could develop some of that. No, no. Here's radical leftist nutbag Ro Khanna. He's on Fox. And notice how he blames everyone else around the world, despite the fact that we are floating on a sea of petrochemicals, actual oil and gas. Notice how the hike and supply problems are not our problem for not developing natural gas due to people like him. It's everyone else's problem. The bad news is the approach this guy's taking is the standard approach for the left, which means gas prices in the future are going to stay where they are right now, which is elevated. Check this out.
2: Who do you blame for those high energy prices?
0: Well, there's no doubt. I mean, gas is $6.50 in my district. Uh, First, I blame the Saudis. I mean, they are totally outrageous and ungrateful in cutting production and hurting the American people. I do blame the Fed. They were buying back corporate bonds and mortgages for way too long, printing way too much money. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I blame Putin's war, which has aggravated supply chains and, of course, the pandemic, which did that.
1: Now, I heard someone online this morning that hurt. I read it. I should say someone online wrote, "Well, at least Rokan is being honest about the role of the Fed." No, no, that's not even honest. By the way, nothing he said there is false. The Vladimir Putin Ukrainian war is definitely contributing to the gas crisis. He's not wrong when he talks about the Saudis, you know, cutting back. He's not wrong. He's not even wrong about the Fed printing a lot of money. But he's, it's like. He's he doesn't he's not blaming the disease he's blaming the symptom. He's like, "Man, you know, you've got lymphoma and you've got like a stomach issue. We better fix that stomach. Well, maybe fix the lymphoma. They may be connected." He doesn't get that. Why is the why do the Saudis have guns to our heads when it comes to oil? Because we're not producing our own. We have more oil than the Saudis. When he talks about Putin, you understand that we have a sea of natural gas in the United States. And that liberals around the world pushed the Europeans not to take our natural gas through LNG facilities. So they didn't. So now they have to build them in an emergency. That's the only reason he has a hostage. And he doesn't ask the basic question, the Fed's printing a lot of money. Why? They're printing money to pay for the deficits both swampy Republicans and liberals are running up. Why do you think the Fed is printing money? Amazing how they always miss the point. Next article, Washington Examiner. Deficits are horrible. And getting worse, put it in context. Great piece does it. Be in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. Read this piece. The Biden-Pelosi-Schumer deficits are a catastrophe. Washington Examiner Quinn Hill here. Here, put this in perspective. Barack Obama, the biggest American president deficit spender in human history, prior to what happened during COVID in the Trump administration and Biden, right? Barack Obama, the king of deficits up the land. The highest deficit when he, excuse me, the deficit when he left office was $587 billion. Adjusted for inflation, to be fair, that's $720 billion. You get it? Obama left office, the deficit was $720 billion. A catastrophic amount. Think about it, Hillier notes. That's barely one half the size of Biden's deficit now. That's insane. Biden's claiming to be some kind of deficit cutter, too. They debunked that as well. Deficit cutter. It's like, what are you kidding me? We went from $3 trillion in deficit after COVID, COVID spending. A lot of it happened in the Trump administration, too, to be fair. The COVID thing was a disaster. So you cut it down to half of that? Are you serious? And you're claiming you did that. That's like running up on a $50,000 salary, $300,000 in debt, running up then $150 in debt the next year and claiming you did something great for your budget. What's the problem with all this debt? Market watch. Who's going to buy it, folks? We're looking at going bankrupt. As we're running up all this debt, it becomes riskier to pay it back. Joe owes $100,000, saying a $25,000 salary. I'm not lending Joe any more money unless he's going to pay me 25% interest. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the same thing's starting to happen to us. Market watch. Why questions are swirling about who will buy most of our $31 trillion in debt. And at what price? What do you mean, what price? It means we're going to loan money to people, we better pay a lot of interest because they're starting to take on a whole lot of risk. But what does that mean? That means interest rates go up, which means what? Epic times. Interest rates go up. That means the cost of your mortgage goes up, which means less people take mortgages. Hence this article, Mortgage Market on Red Alert. One is the speed of the Fed's interest rate hikes. Mortgage rates have risen and fallen throughout history, but very, very rarely have mortgage rate and changes moved with the velocity seen over the last few months. This has brought mortgage issuance to a screeching halt. Sound familiar? Something like this happened in the past. And then as mortgage issuances is screeched to a halt, banks wanted to make riskier loans because they got to make money. And then people started paying higher interest loans they couldn't afford. Joe, something like this happened before, right? Yeah, I think you and I lived through it. Yeah. Yes, the housing crisis thing, a little little glitch in the economy. CNBC, shocker! Demand for riskier home loans is high as interest rates soar. <laughs> what did what is it? What did I say? Yeah, history rhymes or something like that. Little echo to it. I warned you. Not wasting your time here. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Questions for tomorrow's podcast. If you'd like to submit one, go to my Locals account. Download the Locals app. I'm at D-Bongino. There's a post up there now. There's also a post on True Social. And a big shout out to True Social. Now available on Android phones as well in that Google App Store. So Devin Nunes is doing a great job over there. So you download the app today. You can respond to the post. Submit a question for tomorrow's show. Please uh, subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble rumble.com slash Bongino. I personally would really appreciate it. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.